talking about issue two. Later on, also Steve Malloy talking about electric vehicles, what's happening on that front and more. But until then, uh, Richard K. Jones, you've not been on for several weeks, which is an absence on my part. Welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Sheriff, can I ask you two questions? Yes, you can. <laughs> Number one, I had a recent law enforcement official of some note tell me that Cincinnati police have been told not to stop, ticket, or, or, God forbid, arrest anyone using medical marijuana in public spaces. So when the People's Judge and I found ourselves about a week ago walking uh, through Washington Park and OTR, a place you would never attend without several deputies around you, I noticed several women and men smoking pot openly in Washington Park. And I thought, well, that's interesting right there. It's supposed to be illegal, but cops tell me we're not going to cite anybody. Secondly... We have fast and furious donuts happening all over downtown Cincinnati, including in the Lytle Tunnel, which is I-71 northbound, shutting it down. What they do is get several cars to stop traffic, and then they get people out with flares telling I-71 motorists to stop. And then they donut inside the Lytle Tunnel. And they uh, video that, put it out online. takes about 30 minutes. The traffic is backing up all the way into northern Kentucky, and the police do absolutely nothing. So I talked to a law enforcement official, did it at second and race in front of uh, Paycor Stadium about a week ago. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning, social media, everyone gets organized, and they shut down large parts of downtown Cincinnati. And I said to this copper, you can't tell me that you don't know what's going on. He said, of course we know what's going on. I said, why don't you do something about it? The copper told me, look, we have one car out there in the central business district. Imagine one car showing up with one cop, like a Barney Fife scene, and you get out of the car, and there's 30 to 50 cars. Donuts are being displayed, and there's burning tires all over the place. And what are you going to do? Arrest somebody? No, we're not going to do that. And so this begins the breakdown of law and order in the city of Cincinnati, which you and I have seen. What would happen in front of the sheriff's department if fast and furious donutters started appearing or large numbers of people are walking around smoking pot? What would the sheriff of Butler County do? Basically, it's still illegal to smoke marijuana uh, in public and in open. Uh, they would receive a citation. They'd go to court. We're not going to all put them in a paddy wagon and take them away, but they will receive a citation. They will go to court and listen. Uh, and the donuts and the, the traffic, uh, listen, I, I understand they only have one car on, yeah. but listen, what you do is you, hey, you get the cameras up. They got cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, they got everywhere. I bet they have 500 cameras in Cincinnati and that they have connection. And what you do is you go, when it's done, if you only have one car, you go back and you make arrests. You cite them in the court. You start confiscating their vehicles. Guess what? They like those vehicles, no. but as long as they're allowed to do that, they encourage it. I think your mayor wants to have a special place for them to go to be able to do it. <laughs> they don't want, if you build a park for them to do it there, they wouldn't do it there. They wouldn't. No. They would rather go out on the highway, stop all the traffic, inconvenience people, cause life squads and fire trucks not to be able to get to where they're going, cause people to die. They should cite them every single one. They got their car description. 
And if they, hey, if they can't get license plates, those cars are unique. All of them are anyway. Very easy to get it done. And that's what they need to do. But they're probably being told to stand down yeah. by their mayor yeah. and the people in high places. Stand down. But, hey, in Butler County, the, the law enforcement wouldn't put up with that for one and for the other. If we didn't get them, then they usually get out of there before the cops get there. But they know where they can do it. But if they do do it, we'll get them that next day. We'll confiscate their cars. We'll tow their cars. We'll give them citations, expensive ones. And the judges here in Butler County yeah. aren't like uh, the no. common police court no. judges in Hamilton County. No. We have a different philosophy here. Our prosecutor, Mike Moser, definitely won't put up with that. And I can tell you the police chiefs and law enforcement in Butler County I got room in my jail for every single one of them. Somebody's going to die. Yeah. Life squad and fire trucks won't be able to get through, and they continue to do it. No, it's, 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 it's terrible. And I had a conversation with our new prosecutor, Melissa Powers, who walks in the shoes of Joe Dieters at an event a couple nights ago. And I said, I laid it out to her, and she said, look, we can't arrest people in the prosecutor's office. What we do is prosecute those who have been arrested. And I said to her, uh, up to this point, uh, about four years ago, there was 28,000 traffic citations issued in the city of Cincinnati. 28,000. Uh, year to date at this point, there's been about 7,000. So the police are being told, don't pull people over. Don't get in confrontation. Don't arrest anybody. And watch marijuana use occurring, which is happening repeatedly. And don't citate, uh, don't, don't give a citation. It used to be sheriff in the good old days. When coppers reported to duty, we got over a thousand cops in the city of Cincinnati and a lot, a lot of stuff not going on. The sergeant would say, here's five warrants that, that, that are kind of hanging out there. Go find these five guys. Uh, this is the intelligence where they are. And I said to this, uh, copper in command, I said, how come you don't, when nothing's going on, you're not citing people, you're not arresting people. Why not take a bunch of fugitive warrants and see if you can find them? He said, we're not going to do that. I said, why aren't you going to do that? He said, we're told do not have confrontations. And I'm thinking, okay, God hey. bless. Sonny Kim was murdered about seven or eight years ago. And the coppers have said we're not being supported by the administration. Uh, we have all this DEI stuff going on. We don't like that. We're being told not to arrest people. We're being told not to cite people. And that's the city of Cincinnati. Listen, Think about that. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me a bit. And listen. What you got to do is you got to let them do their jobs. We have room in our jail. We cite people. Their, their jail down in Hamlin County probably don't have any room in there at all. No. They bring them in. The police are off the street. They're not supported no. uh, by the community. And here's an example. Uh, the marijuana, uh, why not let them shoot up in the park? What's the difference? As long as it's illegal. Even if you have medical marijuana, you can't smoke the medical marijuana in public. You can't drive and smoke it. <laughs> it's illegal. And but, and but in Cincinnati, you can do what you want. And that's why when the illegals were coming into uh, the, the, the United States and uh, Cincinnati was a sanctuary city, that's why I was telling them, hey, if you're here illegally, go to, go to Hamilton County. They're good with that. They don't want to arrest you. Correct. Hey, open arms. Hey, go there and do what you got to do, but don't come to Butler County. Guess what? You know how many buses we have coming to Butler County with illegals in them? None. Zero. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> we don't put up with that here. Well, Sheriff, I, I, I had been on. doing this for 20 years. I had on about a month ago, uh, Ironetta Wright, who's the new superintendent of schools, 
And this lady is well-intended. I mean, she's got all the uh, capital letters after her name, all the degrees. And I asked her, how many, uh, may I use the term illegal? She said, no, they're undocumented. I said, okay, how many undocumented <laughs> kids do you have in the public school from kindergarten through high school? She said, five to 6,000. And I said, how many languages are being spoken? She said, about 87. I said, wait a minute. And so you have five to 6,000 kids here illegally. It's a sanctuary city and a sanctuary county. And you're right. Boone County, Kenton County, Butler County, Warren County, Claremont County, Switzerland County, Dearborn County. Law enforcement says, look, in Hamilton County in the city of Cincinnati, guess what? No, no one bothers you there. And so you have five to 6,000 hey. kids sitting in the fourth grade who can't speak in the English with none of the th one, two, and three grades. They have to have an interpreter with them. You and I pay for that. The schools uh, are disruptions. We can't get stuff taught in school that they need to do anyway. When they graduate from high school, it's not like it was. The test scores are down. The, the scores going into universities or getting into vocational schools are down. People don't want to work. But listen, we just arrested two people uh, uh, four days ago uh, for having three kilos of um, fentanyl, enough to kill everybody that lives in Cincinnati, enough to kill everybody that lives in the city of Columbus. A million people. These two people were straight out of Mexico. The drugs were straight from the drug cartel, straight out of Mexico, torn across the border. But you come into this county, and I told them, hey, I thank the drug cartel for sending me two of their soldiers to put in prison and their drugs. And two days later, we got another batch coming in from uh, Mexico and the borders are wide open. We had two, I think it was last week, we had over 200 Chinese that were apprehended at the border. We have them from Afghanistan, Iran, all these terrorist Jeez. countries, 160 countries. And they're these are the ones we're catching. Let me tell you, there's a safe, what they call a safe house in every state in the United States, China has a safe house. And so do, so do, so do the terrorists. They're all here and they're waiting and we are so weak we got our president uh over mm. in israel now mm. looks so weak I, mm. I'm, I'm they'll take his lunch money while he's sitting there one of the leaders is going to come over give me your lunch money joe and he's going to give it up or he won't remember we he should stay in his place in the white house and they should prop him up they shouldn't send him out to these <laughs> other countries it looks worse we're terrible we got our house. We can't get it in order. Uh, and it's, it's terrible. But here in Butler County, we don't put up with any of that. Well, Sheriff, uh, when yeah. you talk Good about judges. three keys, you talk about don't they know not to come to Butler County? You're safer in Hamilton County, which is the sanctuary city, sanctuary county. They haven't gotten the message yet to stay out of Butler County. Hell, I had Dave Young on about a week or two ago about that tennis tournament, which is fabulous. They spent an entire year and said, you know what? No property taxes for this year in Warren County because we have too much money. Can you imagine uh, the functional part, Boone County, when I have Jesse Brewer on and, and, and I, I have Tony Bender on, they talk, we're getting the hell out of the city of Cincinnati because you can walk on Fountain Square and find these druggies shooting up needles, hypodermic needles on Fountain Square or Washington Park. And the police have been told to leave them alone. They don't want to arrest them. They don't want to try to get in a fight with these individuals. They have no drug treatment centers to take them. It's okay to shoot up with heroin or fentanyl as long as uh, uh, you just do it in Washington Park, for example. And it's okay to do that. Uh, I can't imagine. Hey, here, I can't imagine what's happening. No, hey, listen. That's why people are moving to Butler County, Warren County, 
uh, Claremont County. They're getting the hell out of these big cities. And it's because we have law enforcement. We have strong judges. We have a strong prosecutor like Mike Moser. And look, we do arrest. We give him plenty to do. And so do the other police departments. We're very fortunate. And if you do these things in Butler County, you're going to go to jail. We're going to take your cars, your little pretty race cars. We're going to take them and we're going to sell them or we're going to use them for some kind of display where we took your car. So, hey, if you like your car, stay the hell out of here. Hey, you might get it off one day. You might get it off one time. But we're going to have photographs of your vehicles, and we're going to come get your vehicles. We're going to take you to court, and you're going to pay lots of money. And you know, I can you only imagine, Sheriff. aren't going to be able to get you out. If, if your top deputy, if your chief says, hey, Sheriff, uh, we have uh, people walking around downtown, uh, Middletown and Hamilton, uh, smoking pot. We have drug addicts shooting up with hypodermic needles. Uh, we have uh, fast and furious uh, spinouts happening all over the place. And uh, we have nothing to do. Guys show up for work. Deputies show up for work. They don't arrest the mar- they don't citation cite uh, the marijuana. They don't arrest anybody. What what would what would you do? Well, hey, listen, I don't have that problem. My guys, <laughs> my employees want to do their job. They're excited about coming to work. Yeah. They actually enjoy it, and they like working for the old sheriff because I stand up for them. I support them. Listen, and and sometimes when we're in these confrontations. We have to discharge our firearms. We can use deadly force. And in this county, if you shoot at the police, we will return fire, deadly force. If you if you try to stab us, we can still use deadly force mm. here. If you have a brick in your hand and you're getting ready to hit one of my employees, one of my deputies in mm. the head, mm. that's deadly force. We we don't take that here. And we we do the police officers and the uh, law enforcement in Butler County, every now and then we shoot people. Yeah. And, hey, the prosecutor takes it to the grand jury, and, hey, like he's supposed to, uh, Mike Moser doesn't take any stuff. And he's not bought and paid for like some of these people in these big cities. He's a man that stands up on his own and does like he's supposed to. We're very fortunate to have him here. But we're fortunate to have all the chiefs that we have in Butler County. Uh, Chief Bukite in Hamilton and uh, Maynard in Fairfield and Middletown and Westchester. We're just so fortunate, and none of us. We all are in the same mode, and our citizens are safe here. Yep. And that's why you don't see busloads of people coming in here. And when they bring their illegal drugs here, we all get together. We, we arrest them. We prosecute them. And we deport people. Uh, we've taken Function. probably thousands thousands of illegals uh i still refer to them as illegal aliens oh. and we still take them undocumented where they came from undocumented oh yeah they're, they're for undo- you they don't yeah, have I a document you're woke you're woke uh, hey, hey, I'm woke. pray for me not you but somebody else I'm, in I'm your woke. staff uh, sheriff i'll say yeah, this yeah, that's okay when the city police in cincinnati are told to stand down don't have confrontations don't arrest people don't grab a handful of capuses and warrants to go find people uh, it, it's like the broken window theory. All of a sudden, things are collapsing. And the older cops, the older cops in the city of Cincinnati are saying, I can't take it anymore. They're leaving. And when they have a recruit class, nobody shows up to take the test. The great majority don't qualify because of weight problems and or previous drug use or educational deficiencies. They can't do it. Well, 
Sheriff, we got to go. I know you were a great supporter of John Kasich so many years ago, and I'm glad I brought you to the Trump side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I could I couldn't get you to support Trump. You were drinking the Kasich water, which which hey, terrible taste. But you oh. drank it. You drank it by the gallon. Hey, I'm still a Trump supporter. I'm still working with him. And you're going to have two choices in the end. You're going to have Trump. And you're going to have Biden. That oh, will be your oh, two choices. I'm taking There'll Trump. There'll be no other choice. I've seen the light. I've seen hey, the promised land. Hey, May not hey, get there with you. Hey, I've hey, seen the there. promised land. Hey, what is, hey the, the light at the end of the tunnel. You're, you've seen it. I've seen and listen, it. our country, I just hope we can hold it together till till the election. It's terrible right now. Everywhere in the world, awesome. the FBI, the federal government's telling us to watch what you're doing, watch big crowds. The terrorists are here, or the copycats. They're already here. It's coming. And it's because, they, and you watch when it happens, it's going to be somebody that's here illegally. Yep. And, uh, and, but we got to fight it. And in Butler County, we're fighting it. Ah. And we're very fortunate. You ought to become hey, the chief of police in the city of Cincinnati. I like to see. I like to see you and your guys show up at uh, District <laughs> One in the city of Cincinnati. I'd love that. Hey, you, you'd have to go through your hey, indoctrination hey. program. It, it would it it would take them a while to get used to me, but guess what? They, they would like living. Oh, they'd love you. They want to live downtown. They would love you in OTR. They would love me because it'd be safe. It'd be yeah. safe, and the cops would love it. The cops, because I'd especially. Have their back. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'd have their sixes, and they'd be happy as hell. All of them would be, and I stand up for them. Yeah, all right, hey, sure. I love my country. I love safety and security. Count me in, my friend. Well, uh, Butler County is not a sanctuary county. I know. <laughs> uh, Sheriff Richard K. Jones. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you, Sheriff. See you, man. Thank you. I can see the Sheriff Richard K. showing up at 801 Plum Street at City Hall. There's a new new sheriff in town. Here I am with my cowboy hat, my cowboy boots. I got my men around me. We're taking over. Wow. Let's continue. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. Do you worry about your basement leaking every time it rains? Well, get it fixed permanently. Hey, Gary Sullivan here. Call Everdry Waterproofing today and stop worrying about your basement and start using it. Call Everdry Waterproofing for a free basement inspection today. Andrea Bocelli. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Coming up after 1 o'clock today will be Jimmy Gould, who's the godfather of medical marijuana, to uh, talk about state issue 2 which, according to the poll recited by Brian Combs, is very likely to pass, which is treating uh, marijuana similarly to uh, intoxicating liquors. Having the state involved, there'll be a liquor, there'll be a marijuana control board. There'll be ways to grow it, ways not to grow it. Personal growth at home uh, will be permitted, and you'd have to look all the issues coming and forward, backwards and forwards. I'm likely, as a great American, to vote for uh, state issue two. Because it's already here, it's already present, and the state of Ohio is going to make hundreds of millions of dollars off recreational use, and the state's going to be involved in regulating and all the testing. And then state issue one, you heard the Baldwin-Wallace poll from uh, Brian Combs, which is the abortion amendment, which would, uh, which by the way, is way to the left of Roe versus Wade. For those who are pro-choice, that this is not what you want. It's... Uh, May use the term much more deadly and much more liberal than Roe versus Wade ever was. And uh, to, to have individual state this is about birth control pills or condoms is ridiculous because no one is advocating. No one is advocating the, 
the elimination of birth control pills or condoms. It's a canard. It's a straw man. But nonetheless, it's being used to help uh, pass this thing. The polling, quoting the Baldwin-Wallace poll, has issue one passing like 59 to 30 something. It, it, that, that's not going to happen because if that poll is accurate, uh, Senator Tim Ryan would be in the U.S. Senate and J.D. Vance, J.D. Vance would not be. If that poll is accurate, that would have meant that uh, Donald Trump did not win the state of Ohio in 2016 or 2020 since they had Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden uh, winning Ohio. So that poll is a canard. But nonetheless, uh, it's going to be very close on state issue one. I continue to believe that those who are knowledgeable, those who read, those who understand what it is, it wants to be a simple issue of yes or no on abortion. That's the way it's coined. But to, to read the verbiage of what it says... Uh, allows a partial birth abortion through birth, which is not even Roe versus Wade. So uh, if you go in, if you read what it says and uh, vote that way, it's on you. Because right now there's about 2,500 babies alive today in Ohio because of the confusion in Ohio. Right now there is no, the law says you can have an abortion up to the 20th week. That's the current situation in Ohio. But the forces of evil want to, uh, only coin it as yes or no on abortion. It's not that simple. Issue one allows abortion, including partial birth abortion, through birth. It also says that a 14-year-old who's pregnant does not have to notify parents or even, uh, of course, get permission. Uh, that That's, by the way, to uh, simply show up at Planned Parenthood, which is a multi-billion dollar business. They're in the business of killing unborn healthy babies. That's their business. And so uh, we get the government we deserve. And uh, if the polling is accurate, we're going to have the most liberal abortion law in the country, uh, in the history of the country, right here in Ohio. And that'll be the template to go to the other red states and win. And when this issue is on the ballot, whether it's Kansas or Michigan or Kentucky, uh, they're undefeated, untied, unscored on. The abortionists, because they run great ads, that's a multi-billion dollar business, and they generally win. And uh, so it is what it is. Looking to my left, here it is at 1243 Eastern Time. Jim Jordan has 149 votes and Akeem Jeffries has 148. But there's nine people that have voted either for Scalise or McCarthy who are Republicans, nine. That means Jim Jordan is not going to be the Speaker of the House. And uh, I don't know why he would call a vote when he didn't have the success in his back pocket. I don't understand how the Republicans keep acting in such stupid fashions. Any of the three, whether it's McCarthy, Scalise, or Jim Jordan, would be acceptable to me. Let's move forward. But no, the Republicans want to put on display their stupidity and the fact that uh, they're a party now that deals not with, uh, not with reality but ideas. It's not a party that can govern. It's the Republican Party in Washington. It's embarrassing. Uh, Jim Jordan and my my frame of reference would be great. I'd be fine. But then you have Republicans like John Boehner, a former Speaker of the House from Ohio, who said that Jim Jordan is a legislative terrorist. That, that's come, that comes from John Boehner. So the Democrats use that. They use the T word to describe Jim Jordan, but not Hamas. They're militants. You know, seldom do you hear the mainstream media talk about uh, Hamas. That beheads babies and uh, sets women on fire and shoot men in the head. Uh, refer to them as militants. They're 
Well, what they are is murderous, homicidal, raping terrorists. That's what they are. But the media doesn't do that. And when I was with you yesterday, it was breaking about the same time about these 500 dead Palestinians in a hospital near Gaza City. And, of course, the media, New York Times, ABC, NBC, CBS, ran with the story that uh, 500 Palestinians killed by an Israeli missile, according to Hamas, a terrorist organization. So the lies circled the globe before truth could take its first step. So here we are about 24 hours later, and from satellite data and from contrails and from other sources, it's obvious that uh, the Palestinian terrorists themselves caused this terrible circumstance at the hospital. There could not have been 500 deaths. There wasn't time enough to do that. The building itself is still standing. And when a missile hits, there's a large crater. There's no crater. What occurred is that Islamic Jihad, which is a separate minor league terrorist group, put together their own missiles and, and artillery shells to send to indiscriminately kill Jews in Israel. And 20% of the time or more, they're ineffective and they fall from the sky like a brick when the engine malfunctions. And so you can see this morning I saw the Israeli IDF colonel speak and they had the video of several missiles coming out of that area near the hospital. And one of them falls to the right because it's dysfunctional, malfunctions, and explodes in the parking lot of that hospital. So the Palestinian terrorists are killing Palestinians. Now, once again, protests and riots erupted all over the place without the facts standing in their way. And now that it's come out clearly for those with eyes to see and ears to hear that the uh, terrorists themselves killed Palestinians, that doesn't fit the narrative. So it's ignored. Not important. We move on. And the president, I watched his speech this morning, and he can uh, he read the teleprompter better this morning than he normally does. So the president set up a big powwow in Amman, Jordan, run by King Hussein, to uh, have Bibi there and also uh, Mahmoud Abbas, three so-called moderate leaders, which are, they're not moderate, in the Middle East, to meet with him. And you would think they would do it because Mahmoud Abbas, the leader of the Palestinian Authority, calls himself not a terrorist, it receives billions of dollars of our tax dollars, our money. King Hussein of Jordan also has received billions of our tax dollars. In Egypt, we send Egypt, uh, the president of Egypt is a guy named Sisi, a military type guy. And uh, they receive about $2 billion a year in humanitarian and military aid. So we pay all the countries around Israel to try to calm down a little bit. So the president takes off last night. It's about 11-hour flight on Air Force One, which I'm sure is much more comfortable than being in the middle seat of a United flight, which I was, going to Israel five months ago. And he set up this big powwow with those to whom we give money, who are the Arab Muslim so-called moderates that run these countries around Israel. So we have some influence, right? Well, mid-flight, they all said, to hell with that. We're not going to meet with you. So those we pay money to will not meet with our president. I would tell Sisi, Mahmoud Abbas, and King Hussein, it's over. No more. You're on your own. And the reason this is happening in the Middle East for those countries around Israel is very simple. All of them are failed societies and failed uh, governments in one sense or another. Lebanon is completely failed. doesn't exist as a functioning government, Beirut. 
and uh, Hezbollah, funded by Iran to the tune of billions of dollars of military hardware, with 40,000 vicious fighters, are ready to launch on the northern flank of uh, Israel. And that uh, they don't exist. And the other governments in the Middle East have all failed. The only government functioning is the one in Israel, in which about 30, about one-third of the citizens and residents of Israel are Palestinian Arabs. And generally, they're happy to be there. Kids go to school. There's law enforcement. Society looks pretty good. It's not the best, but it's great when compared to be a citizen in Egypt or Jordan, a citizen in Syria. Are you kidding me? Or Turkey? Don't want to be there. They're all failed societies. And so what happens is a very important political uh, element, which is this. I know that I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm President Sisi of Egypt, I have a failed society. My policies don't work. The only business we're in really is tourism. And now Americans aren't coming to look at the pyramids. We have about 35 million citizens. We have lousy law enforcement. We have lousy schools, lousy bridges, lousy highways. There's no functional middle class at all because of the failure of our policies. If I can create in the mind of the citizens who would overthrow me the idea that your problems are not caused by the failure of our policies going back centuries and decades, but the Jews did it. Over, the Jews are the ones responsible for your conditions. Whenever something happens, you can pin it on the Jews. That's what Egypt does. Same way with uh, with Jordan. King Hussein has been a friend of the U.S. for a long time. Hell, we pay him off. And uh, to be a Jordanian citizen is awful. It's terrible. But if you can claim the circumstances in your life are bad, not because of me and my policies have failed. It's the Jews did it. The Jews made it terrible. Same thing in uh, Syria with, with Assad, who runs Syria with the permission of the Russians. That's where ISIS, you know, in Islamic State in Syria, that's where they were headquartered. Complete failure of Syrian society. It doesn't function because of the policies of the leadership in Syria. If you can claim, well, it's not my policies, me and my dad, that have failed here in Syria. Guess what? It's so damn Jews. The Jews did it. The Jews make your life miserable. Then some triggering event causes the citizens of all these countries around Israel to arise and to protest, yell, holler, and shout. They get their allies, their fellow travelers in the United States, at the colleges and universities, the streets of major cities, to show up in droves as if they have some allegiance or something, some union with uh, the Muslim extremists and the killers that are part of uh, life in the Middle East. It may be called ISIS or maybe called the Muslim Brotherhood, or the Islamic Jihad that had the defective missile that killed their own citizens, maybe called Hezbollah, or uh, the Taliban, or uh, Hamas, or Boko Haram, or Al-Qaeda. They're, they're uh, branches of the same tree of hate, and the object of hate is either Israel or America. And Iran is organized around that idea completely. Because Iran is, again, a failed society that doesn't work at all. But the Ayatollah and those who run the civil government, whether it's Turkey or Iran, and Iran is the state sponsor of terror, uh, have to tell their citizens that, you know, things are great here except for those damn Jews. Over there, the Jews are doing it. And so whenever something happens that the media can pin on the Jews, irrespective of the facts, that's why we have these demonstrations and riots and protests. And guess what? It's going to get worse.
because Hezbollah in the north in Lebanon has, according to media accounts, if you can believe that, 150,000 missiles, some of which are guided, and they have 200,000 artillery shells, and they have 50,000 drones that are armed. They could launch over a 12-hour period many of that those weapons provided by Iran to kill tens of thousands of Jews and Palestinians living peacefully in Israel. And this time, as Golda Meir said, we have nowhere to go. Golda Meir said that peace will come when Muslim extremists love their own children more than they hate the Jews. Hezbollah hates with a passion the Jews, and they think dying in the cause will allow them to be with those 72 Vestal Virgins in heaven for eternity. It's a culture of death. If that happens, and tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of Israeli citizens are killed, Jews and Palestinians alike who live inside Israel, then all hell is going to break loose. And Israel will not go down without one hell of a fight. Media accounts indicate they have between one and 200 nuclear missiles and uh, artillery shells that are tipped. And uh, now we're in a serious, serious, possibly World War III. So I pray to God, literally, that doesn't occur. May God save the Jews. All right, let's continue with more. The line becomes available, 513-749-7000. After 1 o'clock today will be Jimmy Gould, the godfather of medical marijuana, about issue two. And also after 3 o'clock today, after 2 o'clock today, will be Steve Malloy uh, to uh, talk about junkscience.com and how the Biden administration is selling you a bill of goods when it comes to EVs, electric vehicles, and more. 1255, home of your uh, Bengals. News Radio 700, WLW. Can relive the greatest moments from our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Streaming only on Hulu. Lenny Kravitz. I understand at this point he may be on his way back, and we'll see. Continue to follow that. But as you know, as an Ohioan, as a Buckeye, Issue 1 deals with legalizing in a strong way, uh, well beyond Roe versus Wade, abortion. Issue 2 in the state of Ohio is the legalization of marijuana, treating it like liquor, and having the state of Ohio, I think the numbers are between one and three hundred million dollars a year in revenue and more. Just follow the money. Joining you and I now is the great Jimmy Gould, known as the godfather of medical marijuana in the state of Ohio. Jimmy Gould has been more than a year or two. Welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Jimmy, first of all, can you explain to the American people what is issue two and what does it seek to do, if anything? Well, first of all, thanks, Bill, for having me on on your show. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, as you know, back in 2016, we legalized medical marijuana after a, a, a long fight. Uh, we were successful in getting House Bill 523 passed, and we have a medical program that has been existing now for about seven years. Um, the issue two, and the reason for uh, by coming out today and supporting issue two and vote to encourage people to vote yes on it is that there is currently today issue two would legalize adult use for the state of Ohio and treat it like the legalization and controlled regulation of alcohol. It does the same thing. And basically the reason I'm coming out is that we already have recreational in Ohio. Yes. It's on the street. Yes. We have a two billion dollar illicit market 
and we are not taxing it. We are not regulating it. Our children are getting it, and we are having more uh, uh, adulterated drugs that are not tested, which is landing people in the hospital. It isn't the medical program or a legalization program that would land people in the hospital, especially kids. We're certainly not having traffic accidents if these things are tested and regulated. And so it's about time that we all stop, you know, uh, making up excuses. We're already 23 states have adult use, 38 states have medical. And the biggest thing here is that there's a 10% excise tax in this bill that would, on a, if we were able to corral the, uh, uh, the illicit market and put it out of business, which is what happened with alcohol, as you know, many years ago, um, we wouldn't be able to pick up $200 million if we were, if we got half of it, it'd be a hundred million dollars. And there's still a sales tax of five and a half percent on top of that. So there's a, a windfall for the state of Ohio. We want full on regulation. This is not, we're going to just let people come in and walk around the streets, smoking joints and doing stuff like that. This is a regulated, uh, ballot issue and, and it is called the people statute because it was initiated as a people statute, not as a constitutional amendment, right. but as a people statute that put it on the ballot. And, and therein lies, uh, this issue. Currently there are 400 and there's about last year, there was $480 million went through the medical program and it was taxed. It's the only medicine that I know of anywhere in the state of Ohio, probably anywhere in most states, where we tax medicine. We're not allowed to by the statute. Right. So they're taxing medicine right now. It's controlled by the Orange Program. That needs to stop in the medical program. And it probably will stop if adult use comes through with a 10% excise tax. All right. Also, the medical program, I want to give you this number, Bill, 310,000 cardholders are currently registered uh, in the medical program in Ohio. Only 182,000 ha have used the card, and that definition is based upon that they've been active one time over the 12 months that they've been in a dispensary. That means there's over 130,000 people registered who are basically getting a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. They never walked into a dispensary. So my problem here is that until we tackle the illicit market, I call upon law enforcement to tackle this issue. Uh, you know, I'm very fond of the people that we have in our government today, and especially our law enforcement people. But the people are not reading this right, and they need to read this right. We need to stop the illicit market. We need to stop the illicit trafficking of drugs. Where there's, and By the way, the medical program is 18 years and over. This is 21 and over just like alcohol. So Jimmy Gould, as I understand it, I mean, in the perfect world, none of us would smoke cigarettes. In the perfect world, none of us would uh, use alcohol and drive and hurt people. In the perfect world, none of us would have uh, Reese candy bars and Bahama Mamas and hot dogs and wieners. But in the real world, uh, in the actual world, I have several friends of mine that use marijuana, of course, illegally. Uh, the uh, product itself is not tested. Does it have fentanyl in it? We're not sure. We're enriching the Mexican drug cartels and other marijuana drug dealers. And I put marijuana in about the same category as liquor. That is, uh, if you use it as an adult, it's on your side of the table. But it's so much better than uh, gin or vodka or uh, in a 35 zone. And so what it seeks to do is, in reality, say to Ohioans and others, you know what? 
let's treat this as alcohol is treated. Let's limit it to 21 and over, and the, the state's going to get $200 million or so. Now, here's an issue. In California and elsewhere, uh, those who have legalized marijuana have to keep it about the same price as illicit marijuana. And so what happened in California is that the drug dealers undercut the legal market by selling sometimes at a loss to keep the market captured. How can we get the price of marijuana legally in Ohio close to the price illegally? Is that the, the market forces you have to fight with? Well, you do. But the problem we're having with the medical program right now is, frankly, the pricing is, is considered by the patients too high. It's too difficult for them to get access to it with all the overregulation. Yeah. And listen, I don't condemn the Board of Pharmacy or the Commerce Department. These are good people that are trying to make a program work. Uh, where I find fault is in two, two areas. The federal government has failed us immensely by not rescheduling or descheduling this. I mean, they, they have the schedule to schedule one drug. They have a 280 tax code that forces anybody in this industry to pay a 45% adjusted gross tax where you can't even deduct labor, rent, insurance, or anything. It is a joke the way it's done. We can't even get our senators, all of them. We got it through the committee, but I believe both of our state senators, both one a Democrat, one a Republican, have not voted for the Safer Banking Act. So they take our tax money, but they don't allow us to have normal banking. And the jobs we've created across the country are immense. But the problem of access and pricing is causing a problem in a medical program. That's why people are going to the street. What will bring the prices down is the fact that the, the demand will be greater. You know, the supply will be greater. And, and what will happen is we'll be able to function as an industry in the right way. Look, I didn't write this statute. I want to be really clear. I, I completely architected the medical program. And I expected after seven years that we would do a lot to enhance that there'd be no conditions. I've certainly spoken to our leaders about that. Right. It would be between doctor and patient. Right. So patients can go in without a sales tax and can go in and get pricing much better if they want to go ahead and they have a condition that the doctor feels is as chronic or as bad as any of the conditions that would be listed. Secondly, in the recreational side, or what I call adult use, 21 and over, there will be competition like every industry. So market forces will drive. And if people want to sell at a higher price, they better have a better quality. It's the same thing in the liquor market today. In alcohol, you pay for a greater champagne. You pay less for a lesser champagne. Right. And, and I think the key here is we're putting limits in this statute, in this, uh, in this ballot initiative. Uh, two and a half ounces is the most that anybody can have uh, possession of. Um, the other thing that I think is important is there'll be enough money coming through the system that they'll be able to give law enforcement the ability to rein in the illicit market. They have not done that. And for them to not support this is questionable. And I have unbelievable respect. As you know, I was a uh, uh, an owner of a military company and, and, and helped train a lot of the people that went overseas. And I have unbelievable, you know, fondness for our law enforcement people. But my question is, why are we sitting here talking about not controlling the illicit market where our kids are suffering from that? And it needs to happen now. Well, and so I, I encourage uh, everybody to vote yes on issue two to allow us to rein in the illicit program 
and to give better accessibility in the medical program to people and driving pricing down so that people can afford this. Comparing it to the liquor market, there's a little bit of moonshine going on uh, that's adulterated. It's not regulated. It's not tested, but it's not a big problem. And so ultimately, if issue two passes, it simply would mean that uh, that tested products that give the potency requested of adults in the generally in the privacy of their own home can use the product. And then the monies also will be available to law enforcement to keep out the illicit uh, market. And that will drive down the price to a reasonable level. And so issue two is going to treat marijuana, recreational marijuana use, the same as alcohol is being treated in the state of Ohio, which is why there's a large percentage of Ohioans, at least in the polling, that indicates they're going to vote yes. But uh, who knows what's going to happen on Election Day. The election began about a week ago, and it's ongoing as I speak. But Jimmy Gould, the godfather of medical marijuana, says vote yes on issue two. Now, uh, down the road, and this is a legislative action, not a constitutional one, which means which means the legislature in Columbus can kind of amend it, change it a little bit, tweak it. Unlike issue one, that cannot be tweaked by the legislature. Issue two can be tweaked by the legislature, but can't change the essence of what it says. So even then, the government is involved in testing products, locating the stores, growing it, and allows use in your home of cultivating a small number of plants for personal use. And away we go. And it, it's, it's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. And, and two other things. One, we know that there's the use of fentanyl through China, Mexico, wherever it's coming from, and, and that these that what's on the street is being laced with really bad stuff. They've even found a new substance that's that's worse than a horse tranquilizer that's being put in marijuana. I mean, the goal of the illicit market is to addict our younger people who can get it anywhere on any any corner. Right. That's got to stop. The other thing is, I believe that the people we elect should listen to the will of the people. If this ballot initiative passes, there should be nothing done to change it because it should go through because it's already been voted on. But yeah, you're right. They can go ahead and try to repeal it and try to continue. But what they're doing is they're allowing the survival of the illicit market. That's got to stop. They've had plenty of time to be able to work on this and to do this. And I do believe and especially I feel this way about the, the people that we've elected. They've been elected by the people. If the people vote for this, they should go ahead and respect that vote. And I'm hoping that that is the case. And I'm also hoping that we bring in the illicit market and we capture it, put it under the banner of this entire adult program, and reap the benefits for the taxes and sales taxes <laughs> to create jobs and opportunities. And there's one more thing. There will be a development department that will work with social equity licenses, and they will decide also where people who were arrested for uh, felonies or other things like that for marijuana, they will, on an individual basis, work with those people to help them get into the industry properly. This is not where it's a completely free pass. It's got to be done by the development department that is being uh, in charge of it. Also, the Commerce Department will be involved. The government's not going away from this. They're no. coming into it. But I do encourage our federal people, the people we elect to the uh, crazy House right now in yeah. the Senate, yeah. that they get behind safer banking and they get behind descheduling this once and for all. Jimmy Gould, let's see what happens. But uh, the truth will set us free. And I would tell uh, those in Columbus to know your role and shut your mouth. 
if the people vote on this thing a certain way, implement it, and if it needs to be corrected five or ten years from now, the legislature is there to do it. But, Jimmy Gould, good luck in your ventures, and uh, once again, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. All right, be God, well. God bless Bye-bye. you. Right, let's continue with more. We'll have more on this later on. The election is ongoing. In about three weeks, it'll be concluded, but uh, it's happening anyway. It's not like uh, other drugs, and they do lace some of this illicit marijuana with substances that addict people and cause difficulties because they want to sell more drugs. So let's see what happens, but I hope that people come to their common sense and the politicians pay attention. Uh, let's continue with more. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. When I want a nice warm snack, I microwave a pack of Maine steamed cat buns. The only microwave buns guaranteed to be filled with 100% cat. It's a quick feline feast that'll leave you purring. The perfect lip smacker for listening to Eddie and Rocky. Steamed cat is a delicacy in many parts of the world. Eddie and Rocky are your daily afternoon treat with news, guest laughs, and plenty of your calls. Eddie and Rocky, this afternoon at 3 on 700 WLW. Billy Cunningham, the great American for Joseph Chevrolet and Coal Rain, where the prices are falling like leaves in October. How about 0% financing on 2023 Silverados? Let me repeat that. 0% financing on 2023 Silverados, plus Joseph Chevrolet has a huge supply of trailblazers and tracks and equinoxes in stock ready to go with more arriving every day. Fall is a great time to buy or lease the Chevy you need, and Joseph Chevrolet has them all. The lowest prices, the best customer service, and the best inventory in town. See my buddies at Joseph Chevrolet now. Find your roads today at Joseph Chevrolet and Coleraine and josephchevrolet.com. With inflation compensation, you could knock inflation out with a $1,000 wallet. So unlike few others, I watched the coverage today of our mentally deficient president try to read a teleprompter. Don't. 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 That's all he can say. And then oh, he's okay. let off stage. And, and he, I guess they, he's on his way back. This is well, embarrassing. CNN just had it. They got... Uh, they got alarms and uh, sirens going off in Tel Aviv. Is, is did he leave? He left. Oh, he's there. He's gone he's already. Gone. He okay. had his little news conference. Okay. So what What did he do when he was there? I was. I've been uh, up what to my eyeballs do? in sports. What did he do? Is the is the humanitarian uh, stuff coming through? Somebody's, no. no. Oh. The Egyptians who are so offended by this will accept none. The Jordanians that we pay $2 billion a year to to yeah. buy them off yeah. won't even meet with our president. Syria and Lebanon is complete collapse. I'm looking at this. I'm thinking, know and your role and shut your mouth. And now you can't. Now you don't have a house speaker again. Jordan goes down in flames. Incompetent. Chaos. All we have is chaos. chaos. wonder if Joe, could Joe Dieters become the speaker of the house? Justice Joe? Would he leave that gig? Maybe I shouldn't say this. Huh? You don't have to be in the Congress to be the speaker. Yeah. What do you need? Like two hundred and seventeen votes to yes. be the speaker? Well, you don't have to be a congressman to be the speaker. Yes. So I could go to Washington right. tomorrow and say yes. I want to be the speaker of the house. All I can yes. say now is that my wife is out of town. Okay. And she's traveling somewhere. Okay. Yes. And she's been contacted. 
I mean, be the best speaker of the house? Yeah. Or the speaker? Penelope R? What the? Yes. The People's Commissioner. I'll vote for. Well, all I can say is she, she'll be like. She got a lot. She can get more votes than these clowns. And speaking of that. Jeez. Monday night, we have Logan Wilson, the great 55, not Vontez Perfect, who's your buddy, right? <laughs> Yeah. Is that guy? That yeah. guy? I have no idea where Vontez Perfect is anymore. I, I'd keep an he's eye on probably, him. He's probably running discipline in the National Football League. So Penny is a she's quite a devotee when it comes to defensive situations in the No Fun League. Okay, she's right. the one that asked Logan Wilson: Should the quarterback of the defense make as much as the quarterback of the offense? And he said yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but then she said, now, Logan, in the last game, which was yesterday, Sunday, against Seattle. Yeah. It was like fourth and eighth. The game was on the line. Yes. You received the call from the D.C. That's Big Lou Anarumo. And you implemented what he said. But I have a problem with what happened. Huh? You called a D. You called what you called was a, shall we say, a cover two with a twist. Instead of a cover four. Sounds like without a Without a twist. Sounds like a drink at Chubby Jeff Checker, Ruby's. Chubby Checker style. Okay. Why didn't you call a nickel with a twist instead of a, shall we say, a cover two with a twist or a cover four without a twist? And at that point, Logan Wilson looked at her and said, Huh? Huh? What because are you doing? You're on the floor? <laughs> I, I'm looking around <laughs> saying, Who is? Who, what? So Penny, during a football game, will get out her... Get out the board, the whiteboard. Yes. Kind of like Carl Rove style. Yeah. And she diagrams plays during the game. And she wanted to know from Logan Wilson, well, you were in the wrong defense at the end of the game. Well, you should have had Lou Anarumo there instead of him. Guess who? They, they can't really, you know, vote on what play they have, Willie, because they, what, 25 seconds? 15. Yeah, so fifteen. I mean, the mic goes off. Really, really, it it it. You really can't uh, vote like the uh, House of Representatives on every play. We got a call from Bengaldim. I think it was Lou himself trying to probe my wife's mind how it operates about cover twos with a twist. Cover four. So she could become like an assistant. Correct. Defensive coordinator. In fact, they talked about giving her the access to the microphone for the game in San Francisco. Let her make the calls. Now, wouldn't that be something? That'd be a first in the National Football, Football League. League. And speaking of that, Roger Goodell. Well. As, uh, go ahead. Well, first of all, get us into the Stooge Report, please. Willie, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in beautiful southwest Ohio. Call Better Choice Heating and Cooling at 513-868-3388. Sparks! You know what a cover two with a twist is? That's uh, like you get it at a bar downtown. It's two safeties more or less deep, four yeah. to five underbellies, right? And the ends and the tackles twist on the charge, which is they change positions and go. Now, can you get a lime twist or a lemon twist with that? Then it's a cover four without a twist, or it's a nickel with with man to man coverage on the outside. All I know is she studies her football. Just give me a double. Uh, Roger, speaking of the National Football League, Roger Goodell has signed a contract extension to remain as commissioner through 2027. How much? He became NFL commissioner in 2006. His career earnings through this new deal, $700 million. Huh? 700 mil. Do you go to a game every so often, see Taylor Swift in the seats, 
and just rake in the bags of cash. You have a privilege to play in this league, and you also have a responsibility. Yes. There are a lot of people that uh, follow you. Uh, you're a role model, whether you like it or not. And you have to conduct yourself with a high standard. And that's what I mean about protecting the shield and protecting the integrity of the game. You have a responsibility when you play in this league, and you have to live up to that standard. If all now, the players acted like Logan Wilson, yep. the league would be in good shape. Now, here's something on the horizon for the future. Fontes perfect? Nope. Southern Cal quarterback Caleb Williams. Of course, the, he the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Who kicked the cr had the crap kicked out of him by right. Notre Dame. Right. He wants partial ownership from the NFL team that will pick him next year in the 2024 draft. Huh? Thank you. Caleb Williams, Southern Cal quarterback, wants partial ownership from the NFL team that will pick him next year in the draft. That he's, is no bull. He's lost his mind. <laughs> That's next. Well, the team will they give Joe Burrow partial ownership of the Bengals. I tell you what, the Bengals are worth about three to four billion dollars. Right. All right. Now, if Joe Burrow wants to ante up a billion or two. Yeah. Mike Brown, of course, would say no, but have at it. Right. That is ridiculous. Baseball Willie Middletown's Kyle Schwarber. How about that? Who should have a, a statue in Middletown. That's why I'm rooting for the Phillies. Belted two more home runs last night in the Phil's uh, dumping of the D-backs, 10-0. Philadelphia up two games to none in the NLCS. Snakes are Sh done. Schwarber stepped up to the plate, a solo shot in the third, and then another one in the sixth. Can the Phillies win two of the next five? Uh, I would say so because they have smashed fifth, uh, 16 home runs in their past five games, 13 of them solo shots. Schwarber couldn't hit couldn't hit me if they rolled me up there in the uh, in before this, and he's now belted uh, all these home runs. Game three tomorrow night in Phoenix. That's why I'm rooting for the Phillies because of Schwarber and also Castellanos. Also, uh, American League Championship resumes tonight at 8 ESPN 1530, the home of Tony Pike. Uh, Astros and Rangers, Texas up there, two games to nil. What about the rest? Who cares? Uh, Pat Noonan and FC Cincinnati has agreed on a long-term bonus-laden no-trade contract extension. Sega, I have the uh, reporting of the salaries of the MLS. Okay. Number one is Lionel Lu Messi. Number two is uh, Lucio Ocosta. No. Uh, what about Brandon Vasquez? No. Roman Celitano? No. Oh. What's uh, Messi making? Or what well, he... of guaranteed MLS money is 20 mil, but he's got a side Apple TV deal in the 50 to $60 million range on top of that. According to one source, he makes 150, 150 mil a year, which is half of what my lookalike makes, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, my buddy, makes yeah. 300 mil from the Saudis. That, right. We, of course, we pay them because of the failure of Joe Biden's energy policy. Of course. We give the money to the Saudi Arabians. Yes. And so, but the Ronaldo might look alike. My wife says I look like Ronaldo. Is that true? Next. He makes 300 million. Just saying. Okay. Please well, continue it, it, with irrelevant sports. Uh, let's see. Red's uh, Hall of Fame and Museum, Willie, is uh, once again offering off-season clubhouse tours at Great American Ballpark. Uh, you can see uh, all kind of inside stuff there from uh, expanded version of the ballpark tours. They start this Saturday, October 21st, and uh, available each Saturday until March the 16th of 2024. RedsMuseum.org.
for more info. I like Karen Forgus. Two uh, Cincinnati basketball players, Aziz Bandango and Jamil Reynolds. Did you practice those names before yes, you Bandango. said Bandango. Bandango. And Jamil Reynolds. Uh, they were they are two second time transfers with waivers from the NCAA denied to play. UC is appealing, according to Wes Miller this morning in Kansas City. I spoke to Andy Mack. He called me last night because I'd made some comments about Xavier basketball is in trouble. He tells me he's attended the practices. Yes. And on paper, the team that Sean Miller has is the best he's had in many years. I would say so, yes. But they have to come together as a team, not as simply individuals. In fact, jo- uh, Novak Djokovic's uh, cousin uh-huh. is playing for Xavier. And Novak. Pathetic. How about that? Novak Djokovic will come to Xavier at some point. What the? Can you imagine that? Well, well that's like, uh, what, Bill Murray, Luke right. Murray used to be the assistant coach, right? Lies. At Xavier. Yeah. Damned yeah. lies. And, Bill, and Bill, Bill Murray used to show up every he so often, up. right? Yeah. What would you do if the Joker showed up at the Cintas Center? Lies. Damned I can, lies. I can see it now, like at center court. It right there. It'll be you, the Joker, the Joker, and John Barrett. Wow, wow! I can see it now. Well, that'd be unbelievable. Now that would be unbelievable. And maybe shoot some hoops. I bet I'm better than those other Joker. two at that. I wouldn't play him in tennis unless he played. Well, that's he true. could play left hand and probably well, be pretty good. Wonder, uh, yeah, probably like so. Uh, Xavier right now, that's why they're ranked so high that you were shocked. But I'm telling be you, all right. so Sean Xavier, Miller can coach and right. he can recruit. Xavier will be okay, Willie. Don't worry about it. What about UC? Well, they picked 11th out of 14 in the Big 12. Mm. They, they're going to get, uh, like mm. Wes Miller said this morning, they're freshmen in a new world. New world And order? the football team is feeling like freshmen right they're, now. They're on the horizon. Not good. So I well, don't know. Is we'll Robert see. Griffin the third still playing for Baylor? No, he's at ESPN. All right, then they got a shot. Yep. I think they're favored against Baylor, so Baylor must stink. Huh. I don't because know. I mean, UC can't be a ranked. Mac. I thought they uh, Baylor was ranked earlier this year. I can't I remember. I think so. I don't know. So, I mean, I don't UC know. can't beat they, a MAC team. Well, they couldn't beat Iowa State last week. They, they thirty they got to ten home dropped by twenty at home. How are we looking? Not good. All right, segment, get me out of the suits report. And uh, this half an hour is brought to you by McKinley Mortgage and Paul Luck. Unbelievable opportunities and deals at McKinley Mortgage. Segment, get me out of the suits report. We have Steve Malloy coming up next. Going to lay down the law when it comes to junkscience.com and EVs that you probably want to purchase and the cost of the Biden energy policy to average Americans. Segment, get me out of the suits report. Willie, in honor of, do you want to be Speaker of the House? I can't say. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. See the Highway Patrol in action again next week. Until then, remember, leave your blood at the Red Cross, not on the highway. This is Roderick Crawford saying, see you next week. They don't make them like that anymore, would you agree? No. No. Highway Patrol was a good show. Segment, let's continue. Yes, sir. We never stop, we simply continue. And uh, if the line becomes available, 513-749-7000 or pound 700, the new AT&T. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. 
Listening to Scott Sloan keeps my teeth from falling out. People have made some strange claims about the Scott Sloan Show. Listening to Scott Sloan keeps my pasta from sticking. We can promise you that Sloney takes on the real issues that affect you and your family, has the interviews you want to hear, and always has a good time doing it. Listening to Scott Sloan makes me feel randy. Anything else is a Sloney bonus. I swear it's true. Scott Sloan, tomorrow morning at 9 on 700 WLW. Listen up, my fellow Americans. Now's a big time, a special time to call McKinley Mortgage because if you're now overwhelmed with credit card debt that can be as high as 20% interest rates, then call McKinley Mortgage now at 791-2700. Do you currently have a second mortgage or a home equity loan that the interest rate is now skyrocketed? Call McKinley Mortgage, refinance to a much lower fixed rate. And if you were turned down by a local bank or credit union all the time, those Americans call Paul Luck at McKinley Mortgage. They take care of you. They are closing loans right now for customers that have been turned down by many other lenders. Customers continue to save. Here's the headline. $700 to $2,500 per month by consolidating all their debt. Call McKinley Mortgage now. If your first mortgage is like 3 or 4%, but credit card debt, student loan debt, car loans are 10 to 20%, why waste money every month? And it's time to start saving lots of money. And if you're buying a home or need to refinance, McKinley Mortgage is the first call you must make. 513-791-2700 or apply online, bestlowrates.com. Now, you can relive the greatest moments from our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Streaming only on Hulu. Lenny Kravitz kicks things off with his biggest... The side ancillary matter is that America needs to be energy independent so we don't transfer to our nation's enemies like Russia, Saudi Arabia, the ability to raise literally billions of dollars off oil revenues when America needs to dominate the market instead of buying foreign oil, importing it here at a high cost. The reason you're paying so much at the pump and it's going to get worse is because of the energy policies of this administration that has costing you and your family thousands of dollars every year without affecting the environment one iota. My next guest will explain why. Two o'clock, home of your Reds and Bengals. News Radio 700, WLW Cincinnati. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Jordan loses again. What's next for Republicans is the 2 o'clock report. I'm Matt Reese. Breaking now. No person having received a majority, the whole number of votes cast by surname, a speaker has not been elected. There is still no elected Speaker of the U.S. House, Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, again, failing to get the 217 votes necessary to win the top job. 22 Republicans voting against him. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries got 212 votes this afternoon. Jordan 199. House now in recess. ABC's Stephen Portnoy. As his backers had feared, the list of Republicans voting against Jim Jordan has grown. Yesterday he lost 20 GOP votes. Today he lost 22. Republicans are now expected to dive into a closed-door huddle to figure out next steps. One option is to give more authority to the temporary caretaker of the House, that's Speaker pro tempore Patrick McHenry. Several leading Republicans, though, have said they reject that. But if it were put to a vote in this narrowly divided chamber, it might just pass. Time to get a look at the roads, uh, latest traffic and weather together. 
From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health by calling 513-584-PINK. That's 513-584-PINK. There's an accident, Coleraine Avenue at Beekman Street. Watch for a broken water main on State Route 48 south of Stevens Road. And there's a crash on Witten Road southbound at Raynard Avenue. I'm John Crawford on News Radio 700 WLW. Now, the latest forecast from the Advanced Dentistry Weather Center. Advanced Dentistry, the judgment-free dental experience you've been looking for. NoFearDentist.com. Mostly sunny this afternoon as temperatures climb to the upper 60s. You drop down to the low 50s tonight. Rain tomorrow, especially in the afternoon. Similar temperatures, though, topping out in the mid-60s. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning Meteorologist Cameron Harden on New Today. Took the life of a 20-year-old man whose Jeep went left of center, ran into a dump truck, and then the Jeep flipped over. No name on the man who died. Police say he was not wearing a seatbelt. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir is going to be in northern Kentucky this afternoon. He'll be talking about a pilot program for a transparent noise barrier, a set of them to be installed on I-75. The design is to help people who live in nearby Fort Wright concern that it's only going to get worse with the noise when they start construction on the new bridge project. Israel-Hamas war now in its 12th day of fighting with more than 4,800 people dead in both Israel and Gaza. President Biden on his way back to the U.S. now after his brief visit to Israel earlier today. He pledged $100 million in humanitarian assistance to the Palestinian people in Gaza and in the West Bank. As for Israel... President Biden said the U.S. will make sure Israel has what it needs to protect its people and defend its nation. He acknowledged the anger people there have after the Hamas attacks, but warned... Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage. Don't be consumed by it. The president said after September 11th, Americans were enraged. And while there was justice, the U.S. also, quote, made mistakes. He didn't get specific. President Biden urging Israel to be, quote, deliberate in its response, acknowledging that choices for leaders are never clear or easy and, quote, there's always costs. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. There's a strike at the big three automakers. Now a first ever walkout at casinos in Detroit. Workers there walking off the job after failing to come to terms on a new contract every day of that walkout. Casinos estimated to lose a combined $3.5 million in revenue. All right, checking Wall Street now. The Dow is down 185 points. S&P 500 down 38. NASDAQ is down 153 points. It's 2.04. Our next news is coming up at 2.30. I'm Matt Reese, News Radio 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food. Commentator and founder and editor of the blog, JunkScience.com. There's a great column up an op-ed I'm looking at in the Hill that says that uh, President Joe Biden is crashing our economy and national security by allowing the U.S. to be economically reliant on uh, one of the largest geopolitical rivals we have for clean energy, which involves, of course, communist red China, but also Saudi Arabia and Russia. And Russia. And Steve Malloy, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And would you uh, share with the American people why you say, which certainly I agree with, that uh, either wittingly or unwittingly, President Biden's policies is crashing, will crash the American economy. Sure. And hey, Bill, thanks for having me. 
so, you know, Joe Biden is committed to his green agenda. It's the most important thing to him. Uh, just, uh, you know, last month, he said that uh, global warming is more of a threat to us than nuclear war. And just last week, uh, his National Security Council spokesman, John Kirby, reiterated that. <laughs> he didn't yeah. give him the chance to walk that stupid comment back. He doubled down on it. So, so the green agenda is the most important thing to Biden. Um, you know, which I guess in a world where everyone was going to commit suicide, that would be okay. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. But, but in China, you know, they're not going to do this. And it just, you know, during, in September during uh, UN Climate Week, China, you know, dropped its net zero pose. It just said, you know, look, fossil fuels are important to our growth. And, of course, fossil fuels are also important to the Chinese uh, agenda, which is, you know, global hegemony uh, by 2049. So they're not giving up fossil fuels. They know what's important to them, being a lone global superpower. And, and they're going for it. And, you know, on the other hand, you have the Biden administration. <laughs> what are they doing? Well, they're dismantling our electric grid. Uh, they plan on banning gasoline-powered cars. You know, what could go wrong? Um, you know, they're even making excuses for the Chinese now. The, the, part, the Biden Department of Energy is saying that, well, you know, Chinese emissions, it's not really so bad. You know, if, if they all go to electric cars, even if they're powered by coal, well, if they drive their cars almost 200,000 miles, everything's going to work out. This is crazy stuff. And the electric grid in this country is powered by either coal, natural gas, oil anyway. Let me share some factoids from one of your previous columns. China, this And India, which is the most populous nation on Earth, is even worse. But China currently operates more than 1,000 coal-fired power plants with more than 200 more under uh, construction. China produces 27% of the world's total man-caused carbon dioxide emissions annually, and these emissions will expand as the use of coal continues to grow. According to the EIA, China consumed more than 4 trillion metric tons of coal in 2022, or about 50% of the world's total consumption. By comparison, the U.S. consumed just 8% of global coal, ranking third behind India, which is 11%. So if you take China and India together, that's about 63%, and they're increasing their reliance upon coal, and America is reducing its, right. its reliance. So explain how even if Joe Biden, etc., completely have their ways and we go to this magical dilithium crystals that operate uh, power plants that suddenly the world's by the way the world's air is clean america is cleaner now yeah. than it's been in a hundred years but why would it have no impact whatsoever well so this is the thing you know to anybody that is just aware of a few basic facts like you just pointed out and can do simple math the whole climate agenda is really pointless because the world is not cutting emissions. In fact, last week, the Biden Department of Energy came out with projections projecting that global emissions are not going to be at net zero at 2050. They're going to be higher than they are now. So what are we doing? I mean, we, we are we're destroying our, our you know, energy system, our transportation system. We're destroying our economy. We're putting our national security at risk uh, all for nothing because global emissions are going up anyway. I have the stats out of India, which is the world's most populous nation. They're, they're focused on expanding, not reducing its own use of coal in the coming years. During the six-month period between April and September of this year, India's largest power company, NTPC, reported an 83% increase in the use of coal 
in India. And 70% of India's electricity is generated by coal, and that share is rising, not falling. Take two of those together, we can bankrupt ourselves. Have no impact on the environment, correct? Well, yeah. You know, even if you use, you know, if the United States went to the, you know, mythical net zero today, just shut itself off, um, you know, using UN climate models, you can see that there would be hardly any temperature change, you know, maybe 0 .4, 0 0.04 degrees Fahrenheit, four hundredths of a degree Fahrenheit by 2050. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. And then when you add in, you have comments from John Kerry. I've got this, you know, on, on my website. Uh, John, Kerry say, John Kerry, Biden's climate envoy, saying that even the U.S. and China go to zero tomorrow, it's not going to make a difference. And how much would so it cost? I've watched, Sen <laughs> I've watched Senator John Kennedy, Louisiana, about two weeks ago, yeah. uh, talk to the Secretary of, the, uh, of Energy, Greg uh, Granholm, who's a complete fool from Michigan, saying, give me the cost of America, not the world, America switching away completely into a, a carbon-free environment. And she came up with the number $50 trillion. We would have to spend... <laughs> Fifty trillion dollars, admittedly, having no impact on the environment because yeah. those using coal aren't going to stop. Can you think and, and, of a more stupid policy? No, you know everything in our world depends on fossil fuels. There's not a single thing you can do that doesn't depend on fossil fuels. Just look around at where you are: plastic, paints, chemicals, whatever. Cars. You can't build a solar panel, or a, uh, or the, I should say, the Chinese can't build a solar panel without coal. Uh, we can't build or install wind turbines without fossil fuels. Nothing happens. Yet these people want to ban our lifeblood. I mean, they're insane. And you know, I appreciate you because there's very few people in the media that are willing to talk about this. How about this one, uh, Steve Malloy, uh, author of. Uh uh, JunkScience.com. On his first day in office, in order to send the right virtue signaling, Joe Biden, someone put a piece of paper in front of him and he signed it because he don't know what he's reading. But he uh, destroyed and stopped the $8 billion Trans-Canada pipeline from Alberta through America into Louisiana. $8 billion killed about 100,000 union jobs. And uh, he did that in order to send the message there's a new sheriff in town. And he had the claim that somehow by doing so, it would lower somehow pollution. It was complete nonsense because the Alberta oil sand projects has continued to flow oil into the U.S. on trucks and trains. Yeah. Trucks and trains, rail and trucking, far more risky far more expensive, much more polluting than transporting oil by modern state-of-the-art pipelines. So instead of that stuff coming to us quickly in pipelines that do not have polluting aspects of trucks and trains in a pipeline, he got rid of the one method of delivery that is completely non-polluting. It's inside a pipeline, and he put it on trucks and trains that supposedly pollute. Can you yeah. explain that one? Yeah, no, it's no, it's really unbelievable. And and, and the thing is, is that you know when when uh, Joe Biden took over, America was energy dominant, meaning that we controlled the price of oil, which was very important. That's why we had two dollar gas. Well, Biden gave that up, and now OPEC and Saudi Arabia control the price of oil. Um, and you know here we are, you know, on the verge of war in the Middle East, 
and we're no longer in charge of the price of oil. I mean, yeah. this is, you know, Joe Biden has been a total freaking disaster. Steve Malloy, let's briefly discuss where the ingredients come to make these batteries. I've had on other guests to talk about what happens in the Congo, where every year hundreds of little black boys are killed in the mines yeah. of the Congo, uh, in mining for the materials that go to China to make the batteries. Can you address yourself to that? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, 60% of the global supply of cobalt, which goes into the lithium-ion batteries, uh, comes from the Congo. For, there are 40,000 child miners in the Congo that produce this stuff. By the way, it's not the not anyone in the Congo that owns these mines. The Chinese bought all these mines, uh, courtesy of Hunter Biden, by the way, but that's a different story. Um, the Chinese-owned cobalt is then shipped to China where it's processed, and then, um, you know, American car manufacturers uh, get to get to turn the stuff into EVs that we all buy it, buy it at, well, some of us buy it at exorbitant prices. Um, so you've got this, you know, child slave labor. Um, you know, there are a lot of other metals and minerals that are mined, strip mined in China with no environmental regulation. You know, people think that EVs are green. Hmm. Um, they're, they're a total environmental and human rights nightmare. In fact, the pollution caused by electric vehicles in the obtaining of the ingredients produced death, disease, and sorrow. And at this point, the EVs pollute net more and cost more lives than oil and natural gas, which is transported through pipelines that we have beneath our feet. All the materials necessary to fuel us for the next 40 or 50 years while someone creates cold fusion reactors or dilithium <laughs> crystals. At some point in the future, it may be limitless. One other aspect is nuclear power. We've not yeah. built a nuclear power plant in this country in 50 years. The cleanest electricity is produced by nuclear power. They can be produced in a safe fashion, in a good way. But they're not because of politics. Explain why we don't use nuclear power and why we well, don't have more. Yeah, so we stopped building nuclear plants in 1979 after the Three Mile Island incident, which uh, was really caused no harm, just scared people. Uh, we've, we've recently just, uh, in Georgia, there's been a new nuclear reactor that opened. But generally speaking, um, you know, the government has been making it very difficult to build these plants, and, and we're not. Um, they're very expensive. They, you know, if you do build them like the one in Georgia, there are you know billions and billions of cost overruns, years of delay. So no one's interested in doing this. Um, you know, there's new technology. We could build smaller uh, reactor. Administration uh, is giving money to Poland so that Poland can experiment with these small modular reactors, but he won't do it in the United States. Steve Malloy, I tell you what's amazing. We have beneath our feet. Uh, hundreds of years of reserves of coal, natural gas, and oil that we can use and crash the price of oil that would hurt the nation's enemies, especially yeah. with Israel at war. We don't do that. Yeah. Secondly, uh, the use of those materials would create tens of thousands of high-paying union and other jobs. We don't do that. We continue to transport these materials by truck and train, which is costly, expensive, and polluting, instead of using pipelines that don't pollute and get it done more quickly at a lower price, all of which has no relationship to reality. Plus, the Chinese have seized the electric battery world in which they will dominate for decades to come. Now, we're going to mandate in America, like the 
New Mexico governor said by 2030, all the vehicles in New Mexico, the land of enchantment, have got to be electric vehicles. So, yeah. so she's mandating, as is California, that we transfer billions of dollars to the communist red Chinese. Can you explain that to me? <laughs> what? Well, yeah, the Biden administration came in, and, you know, the Biden administration is all Democrats, all leftists. They, they represent all leftists in the world. Um, their goal is to use this all-of-government approach. It means that every level of government, every form of government, is implementing the green agenda. It's the most important thing they do. Remember, global warming is worse than nuclear war. <laughs> yeah, right, Joe right. Biden. Yeah. So that's what you see happening. Um, you know, finally today I saw there's some news that car makers are starting to push back against, you know, this EV agenda because, of course, they're all losing money. Ford last year lost $30,000 per EV sold. This year it's going to be worse for them. You know, in, uh, another couple of years of that kind of success and they're going to be completely out of business. So they can't afford this. Americans don't want these things. But, you know, leftists in government, I don't know why people vote for these, um, these guys, uh, leftists in government insist on implementing this climate agenda. You know, I, at Junk Science, I don't really tell people anything that they, stuff comes from China, nobody cares, it's making us dependent on them. Uh, but, the, but the leftists, the Democrats, they just don't care. Okay, well, you know, the climate agenda is meant to take over control of every aspect of our lives, and that's what they're doing. By any objective measurement, America has the cleanest air and the cleanest water than we've had for 100 years. And every year or two, it gets better because of scrubbers and the use of, of coal and natural gas in a cleaner way. It gets better and better and better at the expense of uh, left-wing well, politics. The windmills <laughs> are killing biological species yeah. all over the planet. In fact, I think New York State has just said to the Biden administration, you can't do the windmills anymore. We're killing too much of God's creation, which are whales and dolphins and birds. Yeah. There's millions of birds killed every year in the state of Indiana with all those damn windmills. It is absolutely a canard. It's a joke. It is ridiculous. And somehow, Steve Malloy, it must be stopped. Yeah, look, I've been, I've been working on this for 30 years. The biggest con is that environmentalists care about the environment. No, they care about getting control, uh, political control and control of the economy, and that's what this is all about. You know, Americans have been dazzled by the word environment and green, and, you know, they don't realize how clean our environment is, as you pointed out, and, and it has been clean for a long time. It's no longer 1970. Uh, when I started doing uh, work on these issues in 1990, the environment was pretty much already clean. And ever since then, it's just been this overregulation with the goal of bringing, you know, the entire economy under the control of the left-wing controlled government. That's what Marxists do. People need to do. wake up to that. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. And uh, Biden is not in charge. Obama and the alkalites are in charge. He has no idea what's going yeah. on. Yeah. All right. Uh, once again, JunkScience.com, Steve Malloy a fellow attorney, and once again, thank you for coming on the Bill right, Cunningham Show. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, bye-bye. All right, let's continue. The truth will set us all free, and at this point, many of us are enslaved. Let's continue. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. 
right. Sometimes we all get a little snacky in the afternoon. And when the hunger bug hits me, just one thing will satisfy. Miss Sally's deep fried Mississippi chicken feet. Mm, it's a blast of poultry with a fun crunch. The perfect snack for listening to Eddie and Rocky. Chicken feet are a nutritious snack that also boosts the immune system. Eddie and Rocky boost your afternoon with meaningful conversation, interviews, and good times. Eddie and Rocky, this afternoon at 3 on 700 WLW. Billy Cunningham, the great American for Western and Southern, led by John Barrett, proud to sponsor so many events taking place every year right here in Cincinnati. Last week, the Chris Collinsworth Pro Scan Fund Pink Ribbon Concert was held, held right there at the Brady Music Center, and uh, thousands of dollars were raised to benefit breast cancer research and more through Pink Ribbon Programs. And these programs educate women on the importance of detecting breast cancer early while providing them with resources for care. More information is available at ccpf.org. Western and Southern, led by John Barrett, is involved in the tennis tournament, the fireworks, the Thanksgiving Day race, and more, and sponsoring the Chris Collinsworth Pro Scan Fund Pink Ribbon Program. The company is dedicated to doing good for others in the tri-state by investing in us, including growing cancer research and care and treatment right here in the tri-state area. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product and don't know what to do next? Inventors, InventHelp can help you get started with your idea. Call 1-800-INVENTION or go to InventHelp. Working with Bill at 700WLW has its challenges. One of his producers was asked, what's it like to work with Bill? He said it would be easier to work with the Pope. At least the Pope only expects you to kiss his ring. You know, allegedly there was a roast for yours truly that'll never happen again segment. That's for sure. That's it. That's for sure. I don't like him. Right. That was one of the lines of Dan Horde. It is showtime. He also talked about you having trouble, uh, what, uh, going at night? Or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that one. I don't want to hear that one. That's, uh, that's, it's lunch. The Caleb Williams of I don't USC. think they need a quarterback here. Anyway, get us in in the Stooge Report, please. Willie, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in northern Kentucky. John, call Johnson Heating and Cooling at 859-472-6051. Sports! Now, the news of the day. Roger Goodell. Signs a contract extension to remain on as National Football League Commissioner through 2027. He became the commish in 2006. And through this New Deal deal, his career earnings will now surpass $700 million. You have a privilege to play in this league, and you also have a responsibility. There are a lot of people that uh, follow you. Uh, you're a role model, whether you like it or not. And you have to conduct yourself with a high standard. And that's what I mean about protecting the shield and protecting the integrity of the game. You have a responsibility when you play in this league, and you have to live up to that standard. Well, now Southern Cal quarterback, the reigning, uh, well, he's he's not going to win it again this year, I don't think. No. You uh, said USC quarterback, fight on. Caleb Williams says today he wants partial ownership from the NFL team that will draft him in 2024. Who in the hell does he think he is? I have, well, you know what that is? I bet you that's the new NIL. 
in well, pro football. He's making about three or four million dollars already in college, right? Which is a drop in the bucket to what Joe Burrow is making. Correct. What if Joe Burrow would have said to Mikey Boy Brown, "You know what, Mikey, I want to own the team." What would what would Katie and Troy say about that one? Know your role uh, and, and shut, shut your, your mouth. mouth. Also, you talked about Messi. Messi. What, 20 million bucks? Yeah. Okay. FC Cincinnati. Recently crowned Supporter Shield winners. Still haven't see, seen that a trophy here, have we? I would call Jeff Birding if I could. Uh, the uh, FC has the 21st rated uh, salary in the MLS. How many are there? Guaranteed compensation at $14.349 million. So the whole team makes significantly less right. than Messi. Uh, Orlando City has the lowest payroll at $9.6 million. Hmm. Followed by CF Montreal and then St. Louis, the New York Red Bulls, and the Philly Union. I assume Miami has the highest payroll, I would think. Uh, Messi. Yes. I would say I would say so. Ronaldo one day will play in TQL. Uh, game three of the ALCS tonight, Rangers and Astros. By the way, Dusty Baker needs to win a game. Uh, because the Rangers are up two games to none and eight on the home of uh, Audie Elmore, ESPN okay. 1530. The NLCS resumes tomorrow night in Phoenix. You know, the ratings the, have been terrible. I know. The Phillies are up two games to none against the D-backs. Of course, last night, Middletown's own Kyle Schwarber with two home runs last night. Two dingers. Uh, to uh, power the Phils to a 10 nothing lead. Plus three. Okay. 10 nothing win. Didn't no guess. Reds. No Reds. No Reds up for 2023 Gold Glove Awards from Rawlings. Zero. But. But. Reds killer. Which one? UC's own Ian Happ oh. of the Cubs is a, a finalist for left field. Sonny Gray, who they, well, I don't think he's going to. I doubt um, uh, he's a pitcher, uh, American League uh, finalist for the uh, among the pitchers in uh, the American League. What if Sonny Gray and Trevor Bauer come back to the Reds next year? Now, would that be something? I think then I, I think you got uh, action going on right there. But Bob I, Castellini I, I, but said maybe, in a meeting, yeah. if anyone asks me whether or not we should acquire Trevor Bauer, you will be fired on the site. But now that he's been somewhat exonerated... Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I, I mean, if is some anybody, woman, nobody's going to touch him in, in Major League Baseball, are they? If some woman voluntarily wanted you as her male lover to kick the crap out of her, to choke her out and blacken her eyes with your fist, would you do it even if she wanted it? No. Would you? Hell no. No. That's the problem. It's I wouldn't a even bad, want to do. It's a bad image. Uh, the Reds Community Fund has been selected as one of the five finalists, Willie, for the Major League Baseball Allen Seelig Award for Philanthropic Excellence. Yeah, they deserve that, all the stuff that they uh, do. Which recognizes the charitable and philanthropic ev uh, efforts of MLB clubs. Can you even say philanthropic? Philanthropic. Pretty good. P-H-I-L-A-N-T-H-R-O-P-I-C. You're, you're, you're looking down. I figured you were going to ask me to spell it. You're looking down. I'm just thinking ahead. Uh, the Reds selected for the uh, Reds Community Fund uh, Community Makeover Initiative. Now, fans can vote for this through next Monday at MLB.com Sealing Award. So vote for Charlie Frank and everybody in the Reds Community Fund. Uh, let's see. I, I think they uh, baseball pays them some dough. 
Well, they do a lot of community work, no question. And uh, by the way, amen to that. The Bengals also do community work. Are that you is aware correct. of that? That is correct. You're probably not aware of that. No, they 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 just uh, last week uh, they just uh, built a ramp for a uh, a, a, a war veteran right. in his home. And they constantly they do it every Tuesday. Put up a quarter of a million to a half million, right, for a high school football. Well, they they did the park. Their park, they, number one. I think they did a few other ones around By the town. Way, the park is going to the playoffs. Well, of course, Friday night, it's the Battle of Sycamore Township right behind us here on from Montgomery Road in Hosbrook. Well, that's Madeira. Park Madeira. Really? For all the marbles in really? Sycamore Twip. Yes. Really? Yes. The big match. Deer you Park know, at Madeira. Now, don't. No, don't I'm even. Give a say, don't even. I, I'm I, giving a speech. I knew to Deer you were going to say that. I'm giving a speech. Well, what was? When was the last? You went over there the last time at Madeira when the park invaded uh, Madeira Stadium. What happened? Megatron, the coach of Deer Park, yeah, asked me to come and speak to the boys. And just as luck would have it, the visiting locker room is very close to the field. So Uh-oh. when I got done with the football team, i.e. Deer Park Wildcats. They didn't need the doorway to get out. They, they just ran, went through the they, wall. They ran through the wall. <laughs> okay. Then they lost 50-3. to three. Oh, well. So you, you, can't can't re- you, you, re- you can't win them all. Well, that's true. You're right about that. And they did beat Marymont. Oh, so I may make an announcement now that I will be there Friday night. For the Battle of Sycamore Twip. Because my wife has a meeting in Washington, D.C. starting Friday. What? Can't say. No. No. N O. No. They need what a speaker. What is Lance telling you what to do? They need it. Where Sounds is like the Israelis telling us what to do. Do you see him much anymore? Lance McCallum. No, I, I no. I don't have no. I have no I'm contact not seen to him, him at all. Last time I laid eyes on him no. was the Field of Dreams about a year or two years ago. He's very he's he's like a and he's like elusive Elvis. Where is he? He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want. He's like you. He doesn't want to be around anybody. I don't like people. There's a playoff race going he's like, on. He's like you, Shroom, and Kid Chris. Don't like people. They just don't. They just. I don't know. Why compare me to Shroom? I don't mind Kid Chris a lot, but Shroom. That's a little ridiculous. Well, I'm just saying. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just. No, saying. are you kidding me? Oh. Don't insult me like AC. that. There he is. <laughs> You're comparing me to that guy. Well, he's never around. You are. I'm here. Right. What about... They want nuts, Shroom! They want nuts! <laughs> You're scaring me! <laughs> I'm scared. Remember that one drug he was taking that yeah, caused was that? Yeah, arms was... to melt? Yeah. Um, that stuff, I did it one time. Salvia, because it was legal. Salvia. salvia. Well, he said he took salvia. It his was, arms was melted legal? off. He said he looked are down at his arms, and his arms began to melt. What do they do melt. at WEBN that's legal? I, I well, after the marijuana thing passes, they're in good shape with well, that. Well, you got a point there. I guess the polling indicates it will pass. According to Baldwin Wallace, which is a left-wing poll no one trusts. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd have Senator Tim Ryan right now in the Senate. Instead of J.D. Vance. He also said, in polling, guess what? Hillary Clinton was going to win Ohio from Donald Trump. You, you understand that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And now, now they have abortion passing like 60 to 40. I don't really? believe it. Oh, how about I, that? I don't believe it. Um, who's going to be the Speaker of the House? Penelope R. Cunningham. Wow. Warren Davidson. John Bain. Shut up! Jim Jordan have summoned her to Washington. Bring back what's his name? Who's the guy that we ha- we had that day, the contract for America? Newt. 
Newt. Bring the Newtster back. He was. Oh, wait good. a minute. What about DJ Trump? He could be the speaker because there's no requirement they be congressmen. He could. How about him running no, Congress? Now, now, I like to see him appear in the oh. back just oh. just to send the media oh. into a turmoil. Just walk in to and watch it. Walk in and just sit down in the back row. That would be the best. Oh, the place would go nuts. Of course, I would vote for now someone out on bond on felonies. I never thought I would ever say that, but given the choices involved, yes. One of the former city councilmen? I'm not talking about oh, them. Okay. I'm not talking about P.G. Sittenfeld. Oh. Also known as P.G. Pureval. Did you see the recent video in which Dan Monk showed P.G. Pureval who his treasurer was that he denied? The same treasurer for issue 22, the uh, railroad incident. And P.G. Pureval did not know who his treasurer was? I'm not nice. sexy underwear business. Wow. Yeah, there's P.G. right now. He's got more free time. Now then, does anybody know anything about what this city, what's no. going on in this town? Did you hear Sheriff Richard K. Jones uh, a couple hours ago? Yes. Can you imagine him putting up with uh, no burnouts? No. On I seventy one. No. Or if they keep going the way they're going, I don't know what's going to happen to our city. Oof. There's side lease. There's a guy that was we like need. fifteen years ago. Yeah. The city is. It's just one another step in a long series of steps where they embarrass themselves. I think it's an outrage that the city council acted the way they acted. You know what, though? Well, there's you, you Cy know, has his eyes on you. you. But, but the guy that can settle all this down, he can fix the railroad deal, fix the uh, the uh, donut guys in the middle of the night. PG? Fix. I love everybody. The Speaker of the House. Bingo! And the Ukraine problem and the Israeli war. Get him over there. Chaz. Lucan. Most of those people were glad when I lay down on the big wheel. <laughs> well, there's we, the guy right there badly. that can just right there just take care of everything. Just got a text from Charlie. Oh, Nobody so. knows what in the hell you're talking about. <laughs> How about that? Charlie Lucan says, what? I'll do it. If asked to come back as mayor, I will as long as you and Seg don't call me PG Lucan. <laughs> it's a deal. It's a deal. How about that? Wow, we got breaking news. P.G. Lucan. No, I'm no, sorry. Don't say it. If I don't call him that, okay. supposedly he's coming back. Wow. Unbelievable. And Lucan's loft gets bigger downtown. At the Hard Rock. At the Hard Rock. Well, if Lucan comes back to that seize power. That could be power, the new mayor's office. What if he seizes power in a bloodless coup? Oh. Lucan comes down. Oh. He's in Columbus right now as a lobbyist. What if he puts together a mercenary force? Of former veterans and cops. What, to overtake the Correct. city? Correct. Come over Jeez. 801 Plum Street. And take over? Take over. Surrounded it with tanks and armored personnel vehicles. There was something special about Kabaka Abba and Charlie Lucan. That's for sure. But Kabaka Abba may have difficulty coming back. That's true. But not God Chaz. bless him. Chaz. Chaz. Chaz is there. Chaz so he's is a lobbyist there. in Columbus, yes, huh? Yes, a high-paid, rich lobbyist. Really? Him oh. and Chip Gerhardt divide up the city, really? Republicans and Democrats. Interesting. And take money from everyone, including. Could he be the. Bill um, Seitz. What about Governor Lucan? He could see. Well, we have a pretty good one right now. I know my well, conservative friends right. don't like that. Right. But I like I like Mike. Yep. But uh, seize power once again and Lucan could rule for a thousand years. 
Not bad. And then, what about Justice Joe? Well, he can make everything Lucan does legal. Justice Joe rules with lightning bolts like from the throne of Zeus in Columbus. Lightning bolts. Never hear from him anymore, do we? Haven't talked to him in months and wow. years. He's he gone, he, gone with the wind. He goes big time and forget. You know what? He's like the Chris Collinsworth of this show. CC to you. Well, he's going to be in town now in a couple weeks because you got Sunday night football with Buffalo coming up in th- three weeks from now. Yeah. Right. So I would think that maybe CC would make a triumphant return to preview the shoe. It would be interesting. I mean, he's going to be in town. Let's do it. All he has to do is drive across a bridge at a few miles north on 71, and he's here. He knows more about breasts than most people know. Say, get me out of the Stooge Report. Willie, in honor of a beautiful day here in the Tri-State, and who will be the Speaker of the House? How about Charlie Lucan as the Speaker? He could be Mayor and the Speaker. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. Next week's Highway Patrol story is a very unusual one. I hope you'll be with us. Until then, remember, it isn't the car that kills, it's the driver. This is Roderick Crawford saying, see you next week. Maybe we should register those tires causing those spin-outs because the tires are the problem, not the driver, right? Correct. Segment, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Eddie and uh, the Rocker next at Jerome of the Bengals. And Chris Collinsworth, we made him, and he now is going to come back to consume us. On News Radio 700 WLW. can relive the greatest moments from our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Streaming only on Hulu. Lenny Kravitz kicks things off with his biggest hits. Foo Fighters get the whole crowd singing along. Tim McGraw debuts his new song live. Public Enemy brings the 90s hip-hop energy. Fall Out Boy covers a classic while literally on fire. And so much more. Relive the greatest moments from our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Streaming now only on Hulu for a limited time. Tri-State Jeep Buyers, the model year-end clearance is here. It happens only once a year. 